0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come, Follow Me. I'm your host, Matthew Roberts, uh, and this is Season 4, Episode 232 uh, of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with our week's study of this week's Come, Follow Me materials in Proverbs and Ecclesiastes in the week of August the 29th to September the 4th. Uh, and today, uh, we're going to look at how the, the path... Uh, or the way of the Lord is often described as a path ponder the path of thy feet I will also probably move into talking about how soft answers turn away wrath Uh, a big one that one Um, so we'll make a start at the end of this episode and continue it tomorrow but in Proverbs 4 uh, we are told how the way of the Lord or the wisdom that we're seeking uh, leads us to the right paths we mentioned this uh, in a couple of the verses we shared a couple of days ago But in verse 11 of Proverbs 4, it says, I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. So we see there, straight away, the the analogy of the way of the Lord being described as a path. Um, In verse 12, it says, When thou goest, thy steps shall not be straightened. And when thou runnest, thou shalt not stumble. Uh, So at times in life, we may need to run. Uh, At times in life, we may be strolling. At times in life, we may be crawling. If we're running in life, then we need to be sure that we are on the path of the Lord um, and not stumbling, that he'll direct our paths. And it's easier to follow a path if we're running and it's straight and it's even, uh, which is what the the gospel offers to us, a more even path that is directed by the Lord through the ways that we are required to go or that he encourages us to go. we also talk about how the path of the wicked we should not go into and then um, this this path uh, is described as something which brings light in verse 18 we actually shared this in the other episode about when we talked about the light shining brighter and brighter until the perfect day uh, but it says but the path of the just is as the shining lights are shining more and more unto the perfect day so it is as light directing guiding us uh, to the way that we need to go And as we seek for this wisdom and this knowledge, it can help leaders through the ways we should go. It reminds me of um, the account of Lehi and his family traveling through the wilderness and a a commented verse, which we often skip, but the Leihona, obviously it directed them the way they should go. But there's a phrase in in the Book of Mormon where it talks about how it leads them to the more fertile parts of the the wilderness um, and how... That may not have been the most direct route, but it was the most fertile, it was the most fruitful way through their journey, as it were. And this journey is often uh, likened to our journey through mortality. And so in that sense, wisdom, the path of the Lord, the, the gospel, can lead us through the more fruitful parts of our lives. It may be difficult, it may be uh, tricky parts that we need to go through, but it is, it is always the more fruitful Uh, route to go if we follow uh, the gospel of Christ. As we continue on this path, we are encouraged uh, to keep focused on it as well, rather than, you know, staying on the path of being distracted by other things. In verse 25, it says, let thine eyes look right on, and let thine eyeballs look straight before thee. And then in verse 26, ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. So a reminder that, you know, we need to make sure that we are staying on that path. We need to make sure that we are diligent on that path, always looking forwards whilst moving forwards, or else we are more likely to stumble. I don't know if any of you have ever tried to run uh, a a longer distance whilst not looking where you're running, but, um, you know, I can imagine it's not the easiest thing to do. And you are far more likely to stumble if you do that. And that can be likened to us being on the path, but looking at other influences or Um, not keeping focused on on what we should be doing on this path, uh, we are far more likely to stumble. President Thomas S. Monson said, We read in the Proverbs the admonition, Ponder the path of thy feet. As we do, we will have the faith, even the desire, to walk the path which Jesus walked. We will have no doubt that we are on a path which our Father would have us follow. The Saviour's example provides a framework for everything that we do, and his words provide an unfailing guide. His path will take us safely home. Close quote. Uh, we are promised that we are given the direction, the um, focus, the all the things we need uh, in order uh, to be able to find our way home uh, if we stay on the path uh, that has been given to us. Uh, and it certainly is a long path. It is one which, um, at times, we may not understand the reasons why it's going in certain directions. Uh, but what it, one thing is for sure is that it will lead us safely home, uh, and that it will uh, help us to be established uh, in the Lord. Uh, Let's go on now uh, to Proverbs 15, and we're going to move into another section now of our study, uh, which we'll continue into tomorrow as well. Uh, And that is about uh, soft answers turning away wrath. So one of the well-known proverbs or um, encouragements or teachings that we have in the book of proverbs is the way that we use our words and our words are very important um well they're a very important thing we need to consider i remember a general conference talk i can't remember who it was uh, and and what year it was <laughs> to be honest so i'm not going to quote it um, but the, the message in it was basically i'm pretty sure uh, it was president thomas s monson but again i could be completely wrong with that Um, But basically, him making the comments about how our words, once we say them to someone, cannot be taken back. Uh, Of course, we can apologize to them. We can try and maybe clarify or or adjust what we were trying to say in those words. But those words that we say, they've been said. uh, And it is very difficult uh, to take those back. Um, So our answers, our words that we have to to everyone, uh, not just our loved ones are a very important thing to consider. Um, And so the Proverbs, as such, give a whole, most of a chapter, uh, talking about soft answers, and another, well, 15 and 16, really, uh, talk about how we can improve the way, or we need to improve the way that we communicate uh, with those people that we speak with. So, uh, in verses 1 and 2 of chapter 15, it says, A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. The tongue of the wise use of knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. So there's two things here really that's been spoken about. One is the way in which we say things, and the other is what we say. And both of them are just as important. Uh, I mean, you know, we can't go around uh, saying things in in a soft way, but saying damning and cruel things in soft ways, because that will still not have the the uplifting and edifying effects that we would surely want. Uh, So... Yeah, verse one um, says about this soft answer. President Gordon B. Hinckley uh, says this quote: "We seldom get into trouble when we, when we speak softly. It is only when we raise our voices that the sparks fly and tiny molehills become great mountains of contention." To me, there has always been something significant in the description of the prophet Elijah's contest with the priests of the Baal. The scripture records that a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break uh, the pieces, uh, and break the pieces the rocks. But the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind was an earthquake, and the Lord was not in the earthquake, and after the earthquake a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire, and after the fire a still small voice. The voice of heaven is a still small voice. Likewise, the voice of domestic peace is a quiet voice. Close quote. I mean, I'm sure many of you, particularly those who are perhaps married or live with family or friends that you're living with, I'm sure that you've seen... Uh, the impact that our volume of our voice has uh, and and the tone that our voice has the impact that has in the way certain discussion goes compared to other times when they have been more um, inflammatory where they've been more angry or more loud or more frustrated and we very quickly go on the defensive if someone is acting in that way um and, well, how we go on the defensive is different for all of us. We may re- react back, we may become subdued, um, we may want to leave. It, there's a variety of a, a number of ways that people respond to, to moments like that. But a clear thing here is that if everyone in a home speaks with kind and soft answers, yes, of course, if they need to say, share things that need to be shared that they're not happy with, not backing down from that, but indeed sharing those, But doing it in a soft way, in a kind way, in a um, gentle way, it will change completely the the dynamics uh, of our home uh, and the way we interact with each other. So we'll pause that there. Obviously, there's going to be a lot more to talk about with this, um, including correction and how we correct people and things like that. So come back tomorrow uh, and we'll discuss that one more in full. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I'm glad you've uh, been able to just study with us once again. Please share what you've studied on the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with come follow me, or you can email Study session at gmail.com. And until we meet again.